emergency. Hello. Hi. <laughs> We're back. We are back again. Yes. It's another Wednesday. It is. It is. Another Wednesday. Um, we're here to give you more stories that we talk about. Yeah. Tragic stories, though. Because what are we? We are cocktail murder. Oh, we're cocktail yes, murder. Yes, we are. Uh, <clears throat> we're drinking White Claws today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going light, huh? Yeah, today. very light. Seltzer. Uh, we're doing a black cherry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have to say, uh, my my boss decided to get into drinking and decided to get in. decided to okay. get into drinking okay. he he grew up very religious okay. and to the point where like he's only a vegetarian now and and that's religious to be a vegetarian no but i guess that's a part of like the religion it's like huh. whatever i forgot the name of the religion but it's definitely like a step closer to being amish for sure oh wow like for sure <laughs> Without a Interesting. doubt. So he's getting into drinking. And, you know, normally, like, you know, okay, so he's an attorney. Normally, you would think an attorney would be like, oh, I'm going to take a shot of uh, a rum or whiskey yeah. or something hard, right? Like a manly attorney. A strong drink. Yeah. drink, right? Yeah. He He's starting off with White Claws. <laughs> That's cute. It's hilarious. And, like... There was a time where he was wrapping up a meeting. It was a Friday, um, and it was pretty much after business hours. Uh-huh. He was wrapping up this long meeting, and he was like, I need to grab a White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> OMG, it's a long day. A long, I, need a, a, I need to, you know, crack open a, a White Claw. <laughs> like, that's... That That's was a freaking cute. Hilarious. It's, it's I will say this. Like, mm-hmm. I say, like, white claws are, like, light or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you're about three or four in, mm-hmm. oh, you feel that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, you really do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, damn, how did I get here? How did I get here? <laughs> it just tasted like this white I'm claw. I'm hella drunk. Yeah. I've only had a few. Yeah. And I it's mean, like water. It literally says spiked sparkling water. It tastes great. <laughs> it tastes great. Hey, look. It sneaks up on you. Only gluten-free, 170 calories. Like, come on. Look at us. Why can't... And we getting skinny, too. And we getting skinny. <laughs> Not the waist trainers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it's time to get belligerent. And here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I, I do have a question. I know off of the mic we talked about um, what we were going to talk about yes. for the topic. <laughs> and so what I'm about to bring up is completely different than what we had decided okay. to talk about. All right. What do you think about the saying that men marry down? Hmm. Okay. What do we mean by marrying down? Meaning their wives may not be like, on the same level as them, like, financially. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But I think when it comes to partnerships, because that's what a relationship is, right? A partnership. You don't have to have the exact same things. Right, for sure. Right? Just because the husband has money. Sure, it'd be cool if the wife has money, too. But that doesn't mean that the wife needs to have money. She can just make up where he leaves off at. 
Agreed. You know, Agreed, say he yeah. he's not hands-on with the kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, maybe she's hands-on with the kids. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and vice versa. So if the woman mm-hmm. makes a lot of money and the man doesn't make as much, yeah. but he's hands-on with the kids and she's not, you yeah. just kind of pick up yeah, yeah, where, where the other one leaves yeah. off at. Yeah, yeah, you pick up that slack. Yeah. Okay. So if you have money, but you marry a bum bitch that don't cook, don't clean, don't do nothing, mm-hmm. don't even want to help take care of the kids, yeah. then maybe, yeah, that is marrying down. That's marrying down. <laughs> I was going to say, what if she's just a trophy? Oh. Like, is that... Hmm. Well, it's it's what you want what you want what? in a yeah. partnership, yeah. right? If you want, a it's trophy. like, hey, if I can take care of everything, yeah, I just want you to look good to make me look good. Yeah, and if she's okay with being a trophy, then shine on, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shine on, bitch. Shine on, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I guess it just it depends on what you think is marrying down. If you're yeah. settling, then yeah. yeah, that's marrying down. Yeah. But if you don't think you're settling, if you think this is exactly yeah. what I want in yeah. a person, even if they don't have materialistically what you have, yeah. if they are not as smart as you, you know? Yeah. But you're but you love them and you're okay with that and that's the type of person you want. Yeah. Then Yeah. Is it love though or is it <laughs> Is it like I feel like it's it's ego? Like I feel like yeah, you know both egos. Especially when it comes to like a trophy wife, yeah, that's all. I ego. feel like both egos are being stroked. Yeah, no, that's true. I and agree. Could be and look, don't come for me. But that's not. But could be demeaning. <laughs> to, to me, though, to me, to oh, me, like to me. demeaning what? Meaning like. If someone wants to marry me just because I look good. Oh, I think that's demeaning. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's demeaning. I, well, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> well no, it depends no, yeah, on what yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. No, for right? sure, for sure. For because sure, if you're yeah. okay with marrying yeah. someone. But I feel like any woman, though, doesn't want to be like a piece of meat to a yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, for They sure. want to be held to like... some standard some pedestal. yeah 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 like hills. okay marry me because i'm pretty but also yeah. marry me because i'm cool too at least <laughs> pretty like, and cool yeah, yeah like, at least something yeah, yeah, yeah. no for sure <laughs> because yeah. if you marry someone because she's pretty that just you're probably yeah. just gonna divorce her true and then move on to the next pretty girl because if true. that's all you're looking for is looks yeah it, oh, there's a lot of pretty girls in the world yeah but if sure. there's a specific something about that person mm. that's like you're pretty and you cook a mean pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> a mean pot roast <laughs> during the winter. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about women marrying down? Because that's a thing. You know, I, I thought about that too. Yeah. Women, I don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> Like, I, okay, it's one thing, because then you're kind of settling, right? Or is it the well, same, or is it a double standard, where it's like, it if a dude, kind of. yeah, if a dude is marrying down, it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's just a trophy wife, and, and or she's securing that bag, yeah. but if a woman is marrying down, and she's... Then carrying the she, weight she's of looked at, the finances and she's okay with it though yes and she's like oh no yeah i wear the pants in this house and she's she's looked at as oh you just taking care of that nigga 
That's what she's looking Basically. at. Basically. But it's like, yeah. but if she's okay with it, she's okay with yeah. it, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think see. I come from like, I would like to be provided for and protected. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. I do believe that's a man's job. Mm-hmm. Provide and protect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, <laughs> hey, you can't do that. that. <laughs> not for you, more, more power for you. to you yeah. if you can do it. I wonder. And I, I do understand holding a man down, too, no, for yeah. while he comes up. No, I, yeah. It would not be me. Yeah. But I, no, yeah, I yeah. understand and it. I, and I agree with that. But, like, willingly marrying down and taking care of your man without the intention of your man coming up. Like, it's legit a trophy yeah. for you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of someone who who is out there that uh, that's a woman that has a a trophy man <laughs> a trophy husband um I'm trying to think i'm sure there are a lot yeah. you know yeah, yeah. um i think like okay i like to watch um real housewives of atlanta okay right mm-hmm. and i think i like nene leaks and mm-hmm. her husband mm-hmm. i think for a long time her husband was the breadwinner mm-hmm. and he, they did great mm-hmm. with that but nene leaks honey she started getting mm-hmm. jobs mm-hmm. and so i do think that not that she was the sole provider yeah. or sole breadwinner but she began to make more money than him yeah. again this is reality tv yeah, i don't yeah, yeah, i could yeah. be totally wrong sure, yeah. but this is what just what it seemed mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and um, I think I think that that's just one of those cases. I guess mm. she married him before she got all her money and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But now that she has her money, like she's still with him, you know, and they still are happy from what I see, mm-hmm. you know, together. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do. I think it's possible. Yeah. To have like a trophy husband. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I think if I was if I was like a billionaire woman, yeah. I would have boy toys all the time. I think I would have yeah, yeah. I think That's I, if I was a billionaire woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would have a trophy a trophy husband because like I mean, we have to call a thing a thing. Like I would pay my trophy husband to just be what I want him to yeah, be. Yeah. And look with good. consent. Yeah. Yeah, like, of with course. Consent, yeah. But I would just pay him to be what I want him yeah. to be for me. Much like how these some of these men do to these women. Yeah, they pay it for happens these all women the time. to be what they want her to be to them. But then there's so. also the thing of like, of course, when you're done wanting this person to yeah. be that thing to you, then mm-hmm. you you kind of throw them away yeah, and you, you move on to the next person. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the game, baby. <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> and if you're the trophy, you got to figure it out. Yeah, and you have to you gotta know, play your part. You gotta play your part. You have to know that there's a time limit and a deadline that yeah. you gotta get out of there. This is not an and end game. You gotta game. figure out what you're gonna do afterwards. Yeah. If yeah. I were a trophy, and I that, would. And have a couple of babies. And have a couple of babies, for <laughs> sure. If I were a trophy, I would probably start um, a business. Uh, it would, if I'm gonna describe it, technically it would be upscale sex work but (laughs) 
I would probably start a business like that. Yeah. Because I would know after the fact, give it 10 years, I'm out of there. Yeah. But no, then I true. can teach uh, other women how to... How to achieve how that to same achieve thing. How to achieve that status. That's, um, what's it called? I'm, I'm going to probably butcher the whole meaning of of this a geisha that's like oh you know yeah, what I mean? that's you know how true. geishas are there they're trained to charm men yeah you know it's not even true. just sex they're trophies in a, yeah. in a sense like they're there to charm a man yeah. so i probably start a business like and that, that yeah that i mean that's totally a real thing like too school. even here in america <laughs> it's a real thing um mm. of the older generation teaching a younger generation mm-hmm. how to um yeah get things yeah and hey i'm i'm all for getting things (laughs) yeah no for real for real Mm. so yeah yeah interesting topic very interesting (laughs) (laughs) tell us what you guys think yeah let us know It's time for the sad part. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're going to go to Japan. Oh, wow. And, okay, this one is a really, like, fucked up one. Um, oh. Okay. <laughs> very <laughs> fucked up. Okay, so um, on November 22nd, 1972, Junko Furuta was born in Tokyo, Japan. She was very active, made good grades, and was an all-around great kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, During her 11th grade year, her quote-unquote good girl reputation upheld. Um, She had always turned down smoking and drinking and pretty much like so much better than I was when I was a junior (laughs) in high school. (laughs) Yeah, that was a wild, wild. <laughs> just I was probably doing sh- whatever the fuck i wanted yeah yeah and it was not school <laughs> <laughs> definitely not school um she had turned down dating boys as well oh yeah um no not at all I love the boys ugh they smell <laughs> they do suck <laughs> and it's sucks. like when you're young like boys are everything i know and then when you're older and you get your heart ripped from your yeah <laughs> you're like whoa you guys suck you guys suck wow yeah all of them yeah they all suck even okay. the good guys suck even the, the best of them is still the worst of the human race okay so <laughs> Are we hurt or what? Um, <laughs> bitter bitches. Bitter bitches. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, so she had turned down dating boys as well. Um, one of the boys she turned down was Miyano Hirashi, who was pretty active in a gang called Yakuza. Hmm. Yakuza. Yakuza, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Oh, Yakuza, thank you. I might be wrong. But... Um, no, it sounds right, yeah. Um, so Miyanu had a crush on her nonetheless and was pissed off that she had turned him down. Mm-hmm. On November 25th, 1988, 17-year-old Junko was walking home from her part-time job after school and never made it back. Her parents got a call from Junko who told them that she decided to run away. Um, but to not worry because she's staying at a friend's house and she's pretty much safe, but hmm. whatever. Yeah. 
Okay, weird, but okay. Okay, so it turns out that four boys from the same school, uh, Minaru Nobuaru, I'm going to butcher these names, um, Watanabe Yasushi, It's okay, it's okay. (laughs) Wasabi sushi. (laughs) Yum. Um, (laughs) Joe Kamisaku and Miyanu Hiroshi Mm. kidnapped Junko on her way home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Of course, while in captivity, Junko was forced to call her parents and tell them that she was running away. So they made her... Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh. They held Junko in one of the boys' house in which the parents weren't really around. Um, They would visit the home on occasions. I've... I watch anime. And... (laughs) um, Anime is parallel to Japanese culture, obviously. And Uh I see a lot that some parents, like, leave out of town for, like, a period of time to work. Huh. And then they'll come back for, like, maybe a weekend or, like, a week or whatever. Like, whatever it is. But they're, like, sometimes the parents really aren't there. Um, Like, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so it was like that in this case. Um, yeah, so they would only visit that home where Junko was held, um, on occasions, and during that time, Junko would be forced to tell the boy's parents that she was the girlfriend of Miyano. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so they really, like, held her captive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so the boys would keep Junko captive for 44 days. (gasps) 44 days? Oh my gosh. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's a long freaking time. A long time. time. Mm-hmm. Wow. During the 44 days, she was... Okay, yeah, this part is... This is where it gets, like, bad. Um, she was repeatedly raped, um, not only by the boys, but by the other men from the <gasps> gang. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. She was malnourished oh um god. and forced to do god awful things oh like no. drink urine. <gasps> oh god. Yeah, and that's like not even the worst of like mm-hmm. what they made her do. And I don't even want to like talk about the worst. Like yeah. if you guys want to know like you too Taj you could read it I'm not gonna yeah. say it I'm not gonna repeat it cause it's like it's really like bad like oh my ugh. gosh they tortured just, that they baby. yeah they tortured her wow. um she was repeatedly burned in different on different parts of her body oh yeah like it was bad and that all happened in the duration of 44 days um that's gotta be the longest 44 oh days oh my god ever. yeah on the last day, she asked the boys to kill her. Um, she pleaded for them to kill her. Yet, they only had beaten and continued to burn different parts of her body. Um, so, they continued to torture her as opposed to just flat out killing her. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a level of, like, to, to beg them yeah. to kill you is like, 
I can't, I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. My heart hurts. Mm-hmm. Two hours later, she died. Mm. hmm The murderers stuffed her body in a 55-gallon drum and filled it with concrete. And they disposed the barrel somewhere in Koto, Tokyo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, we're going to get into what happened. Okay, so less than 24 hours after her death, um, Nobumunoto's brother called to tell him that Furuta appeared to be dead. And, um, of course, that's when they wrapped her body in a blanket, stuffed her in the gallon, and filled it with concrete. Oh, my gosh. On January 23rd, 1989, Hiroshi Miono and Joe Agoru um, were arrested for a gang rape of a 19-year-old. Another um, girl? Mm-hmm. Another oh my God. female um, who they had kidnapped um, sometime in December the month before. Um, on March 29th, two police officers came to interrogate them as women's underwear had been found at their addresses. Uh, during the interrogation, one of the officers led Mianu into believing that police were aware of a murder committed by Mianu. Thinking that Joe had confessed to the crimes against Furudu, Mianu told police where to find Furudu's body. Wow. This was like a year later, too, wow. which is crazy. Um, the police were initially puzzled by the confession as they had been referring to the murder of a different woman and her seven-year-old son that had occurred nine days prior to Furudu's abduction. And that case is unsolved. Oh my gosh. Um, so the police found the drum containing Furudu's body the following day. She was identified via fingerprints. On April 1st, 1989, Joe was arrested for a separate sexual assault and subsequently rearrested for Furudu's murder. The arrest of Yasushi Watanabe, Nobu Minato, and Minato's brother followed. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Despite the shocking brutality of their crime, the identities of the boys were sealed by the court as they were all considered to be juveniles at the time of the crime. Okay. No, you were not doing juvenile things. Exactly. That I think to that extent yeah. of murder to torture someone, yeah. I think that their names like just anyone, anyone's yeah. name should definitely be out there for the public. Absolutely. You know, cuz it Absolutely. just yeah. Yeah, you don't get to have any anything special. Nothing special. No circ- yeah. special circumstances. Yeah. For you at all. Yep. Um, journalist from the Shukan Bunshan magazine discovered their identities and published them regardless. Nice. Um, they stated that given the severity of the crime, the accused did not deserve to have their right to be anonymous. Yeah. Um, all four boys pled guilty to committing bodily injury that resulted in death rather than murder. Excuse me? Like what? Wow. Yeah. 
That's straight up. That murder. sounds like didn't during our live didn't you go over like the different tiers? <laughs> yeah. It, there's murder. like voluntary man mm-hmm. the voluntary sla- manslaughter, involuntary yeah. manslaughter. There's like murder, first second degree, degree murder, which mm-hmm. is like premeditated, and mm-hmm. second degree murder, which um, I believe that's premeditated too, but not like necessarily like planned out mm, like it's okay like it happened in the moment like you intended thing. to murder but it wasn't premeditated like yeah pretty okay. much yeah okay. no that's first degree murder they should they should do yeah. life in prison for that it's not bodily injury they no. tortured that yeah. girl for 44 days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in july 1990 a lower court sentenced um hiroshi Mionu, the alleged leader of the crime to 17 years in prison which is not a lot. 17 years? Yeah. Crazy. Oh my gosh. He appealed his sentence, but Tokyo High Court Judge Riju Yanasi uh, sentenced him to an additional three years in prison. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Like, come on. The 20-year sentence is the second highest sentence given in Japan for life imprisonment. Um, Yeah, which is like super crazy. Yeah. Um, he was 18 at the time of the murder. Mianu's... So he's, he was a fucking yeah, adult. Yeah, that's an adult. You know? I mean, maybe Japan is just different okay. with their... Sure, but yeah. Because, you know, here it's like, we don't yeah. get the rehabilitation that yeah, we should true. get in prison. True. And so... But torturing... Yeah, you got Like holding you someone go, captive bro. and torturing someone. For 44 days? Oh, you know what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? You didn't like, just that's... do it like because you were young and stupid. Like, Yeah, no. no this is, yeah. yeah. Like you're a full-blown psychopath. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, you have full-blown. mental yeah. issues. Mental health issues. Miano's mother reportedly sent Furuta's parents 50 million yen um, which is about four hundred and twenty-five thousand U.S. dollars. Um, after selling their family home, that's nice, wow. I guess. I don't know. Like, it's not worth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not worth the amount of her life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, Mianu was denied parole in 2004. Um, in January 2013, Mianu was rearrested for fraud. Wow. Due to insufficient evidence, he was released without charge <sighs> later that month. Wow. Nobu Minoto, who originally received a four to six year sentence, four to six yeah, years? was resentenced to five to nine years by the judge Yanasi upon appeal. Wow. He was 16 at the time of the murder. Minato's parents and brother were not charged, and Minato's parents were the parents who thought that Fruta was, like, the girlfriend, and, like, that was, like, their home. Yeah, but there's complacency there. Yeah. Because this girl, who's only a junior in high school, was being tortured, Mm -hmm. and she was malnourished, Mm -hmm. and she was being burned, Mm -hmm. and so you can't just prop her up and say, this is my girlfriend, and her not look like she's been tortured. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, she must have looked crazy. Had to, yeah. And the parents should have seen her Mm -hmm. and been like, uh, something's not right. Yeah. Even, like, parental intuition is supposed to kick in. And or even the brother. Like, even though the brother, I I don't imagine, I don't think he did anything, but he kind of knew what was going on. He should have... No, yeah, that is... You know... Call the fucking Something, yeah. Like, yeah. They should be charged with something. 
yeah um okay uh blah 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 um we're not charged okay so uh Fruita's parents were dismayed by the sentences received by their daughter's killers and won a civil suit against the parents of Nobu Minato um, in whose home the crimes were committed. So um, after his release, Minato moved in with his mother. He has not worked since. Um, in 2018, Minato was arrested again for attempted murder after beating a 32-year-old man with a metal rod and Whoa. slashing his throat with a knife. What? Like, these guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know? They're a terror. Like, what the fuck? Oh my gosh. Wow. It's like they didn't stop. They just kept going. Jeez. Watanabe Yasushi, um, who was originally sentenced to three to four years in prison, received an upgraded sentence of five to seven years. Wow. Whoa. Big difference. He was 17 at the time of the murder. Ugh. Wow. Makes me want to throw up. Yeah, seriously. Um, for his role in the crime, Joe served eight years in a juvenile prison before he was released in August 1999. He was 17 at the time of the murder. After his release, he is said to have boasted about his role in the kidnapping, rape, and torture of Fruita. In July 2004, he was arrested for assaulting um, Takatoshi Isano, an acquaintance he thought his girlfriend may have been involved with. Wow. Um, yeah, so he murdered that guy uh, pretty bad. And um, it, it now it has been said that he depleted his father's savings, um, which he uh, was intended to provide as restitution to Furuta's family, buying and consuming a number of luxury goods. Um yeah, so he sucks by that. So I, I'm assuming he like yeah, I'm assuming he lied to his parents about getting all this money, uh-huh. um, and then decided to pay for, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah just messed up. Yeah. Uh, the sentences were largely regarded as being far too light for the crimes committed. Yeah, obviously. No shit. And all four individuals were protected by special provisions applied to individuals 18 years old and younger. Ugh. During sentencing, the judge commented that exceptionally grave and atrocious violence, end quote, had been afflicted upon the victim and that Junko Furuta had been murdered so brutally at the young age of 17 that her soul must be wandering in torment. Oh my gosh. Upon hearing the details of the brutal rape and torture, a spectator spectator in the gallery fainted. Um, Fruita's mother also reportedly had a mental breakdown, which required psychiatric treatment. Wow. And that is the story of Junko Fruita. Dude. Like, that's, like, what the fuck? Like, nothing good came of that. And, like, right now, they're, like, walking, you know, they're walking psychopaths, like, right now. Now. Oh, my. To think when they were young, when they did it too. Yeah. I remember mom actually used to say, like, that boy is going to turn into a man. Mm. And if it's, if he's not treated, if he's not helped, if he's not fucking right now, shaken yeah. out of 
whatever issues he got going on, yeah. it's only going to get worse yeah. as, as they get older. Yeah. And clearly they didn't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. just kept on doing. They kept doing it to anyone else. Like, that's and everyone crazy. Else. It's crazy. That yeah. poor girl. Yeah. I, I, I'm sad for her family knowing that the boys got such light sentences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Very crazy. Okay, we are going to be sad still. Your story was like nutso. No, <laughs> mine is nutso. It's not as nutso, but, but it's yeah. obviously none of these stories are ever great. Yeah, ever. <laughs> okay, so this is the story of Candy Laird. Um, and of course I'm going to give credit. That's, uh, I got a few articles off of WXYZ.com. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, an article off of Freep.com, an article by Jeff Truesdale on People.com, Fox 2 Detroit, and Lipstick Alley. Okay. Um, so we're going to take a trip to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, So, Elizabeth Candace Laird, a.k.a. Candy, was born in Detroit, Michigan. She is considered happy and Um, all-American. She was beautiful. She was fun. Lots of hope and joy in the world. She's just one of those girls that everyone loved. Um, She had a really close relationship with both of her parents as well as her older brother, Curtis. And according to her family, her biggest dreams in life was to simply help people. Mm -hmm. So she went to school to become a surgical tech um, and actually excelled in all of her classes. Unfortunately, she was not able to make it to her graduation, which was only weeks away. Um, Okay. On May 15th of 2019, One of the tenants living at the Parkview Tower Apartments in Detroit entered the elevator, and to their surprise, the elevator had a puddle of blood in it. Oh my god. They immediately called the police and reported it. So the police arrive, and they see the puddle of blood, and then they begin to check around the area just to see where the blood might have come from. After doing some searching, they checked a nearby dumpster, and inside the dumpster was the body of Candy Laird. No. Yeah. This is kind of a quick story. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. So an investigation immediately took place, but they were able to find a suspect within three days. Mm. Uh, they found and arrested James Cockerham. Okay. <laughs> he was a career criminal. Mm. He was he was registered as a sex offender uh he had been convicted of several crimes including weapons charges criminal sexual conduct car theft and armed robbery (laughs) so this guy just is like an all-around yeah terrible person pretty much he just lives lived this life of crime yeah so according to investigators this is what happened Dang, this is really short. 
Oh, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> I'm like going through it like, dang. Okay. According to investigators, Candy entered the gated apartment complex to visit her boyfriend. Okay. And in order to get to her boyfriend's unit, she had to, she had to take the elevator. After entering the elevator, a man, James Cockerham, entered as well. Mm. No one knows how he entered the gated building because it's yeah. like security and force. They don't mm-hmm. know how they got in there or who he was there to see. Mm-hmm. So he was just like this mystery man that happened to be oh inside of the gate. When the elevator closed, when the elevator door closed, Cockerham began attacking Candy. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not exactly clear what he did to her or if any words were were exchanged prior to the attack. Mm -hmm. However, according to the Wayne County Medical Examiner, Candy's cause of death was compressive asphyxia. So he, like, choked her to death. Um, They did also say, according to what was found on Candy's body... While she was being attacked, she was fighting for her life. Oh. In an elevator. Yeah. On your yeah. way to go see your boyfriend. Yeah, that's... Oof. That's crazy. Yeah, and then just hoping that the elevator stops and hoping that someone, someone is right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So there wasn't a huge investigation around it because they almost immediately found the murderer. Or, yeah. Well, they thought was the murderer at least. Mm. Um, they said, uh, like any witnesses that they saw, they, they're like, oh yeah, we saw a man, um, a black male. He was about six feet tall and he was wearing Mm -hmm. wheat colored boots, which Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume were Tim's. Yeah. (laughs) Wheat colored boots. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, so yeah, they immediately found him. Mm -hmm. He goes to trial and they find him guilty. Mm. And they found him guilty of a lot of things. So I know with like, in a lot of cases, um, when it comes to criminals, what they will do is they will try to pin like a ton of different charges on you in hopes that one of them will stick. Uh, So it's like, they'll try like 10 different things and then like hope like two of them stick and you'll get sentencing for that. Yeah. Um, And in his case, they did the same thing and they They all all stuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, here's what he was sentenced to. Okay. Um, It was first-degree criminal sexual conduct, and he got 30 years for that. Mm. Second-degree criminal sexual conduct, 75 years. Oh, wow. Third-degree criminal sexual misconduct, or conduct, six years for that. Mm. He got kidnapping, 75 years, Mm. homicide and felony murder, life, Mm. unlawful imprisonment, 75 years, Mm. torture, 75 years, and weapon possession, three years. Wow. So he is not getting out. At all. Ever. At all. Ever. Good. It's like he has a life sentence in there. But and then he also has all like of those years. <laughs> that's like at least like Your four life more course. life sentences. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So he's never getting out. Um, and yeah, that is my very quick yeah uh, crazy story of Candy Lair. Oh my gosh, ugh! I could just just imagine being in the elevator, not knowing what's happening as soon as the door closes. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, 
exactly what he did oh my goodness i think both of our stories has that element of like women having to be careful yeah like Mm -hmm. you have to know where you are Mm -hmm. you have to be aware of your so aware yeah Mm -hmm. if you're by yourself this it's so scary because she was like downstairs getting in the elevator to go see her boyfriend yeah. upstairs. Yeah. She was that close to her destination. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, so it's like, even if you think like you're getting in an elevator and a man is getting in behind yeah. you, honestly, just get out. Yeah. It doesn't matter if like, if your boyfriend is right upstairs. Yeah. No, yeah. because guess what? Her boyfriend had no idea yeah. what was going on, you oh, know, man. right in the elevator. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it's, I just, I couldn't imagine. And I can't imagine what the boyfriend feels like, too. I know, right? Knowing that that's like, going damn, on. Like, damn, like, if he would have just went down to meet her downstairs, Yeah, you know? something as simple as that, yeah. Oh, man. It's yeah. so scary. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's Ooh. crazy. But, yeah. Wow. Be careful, ladies. Yeah. Be aware. Mm-hmm. Carry a blade, mm-hmm. pepper spray, mm-hmm. whatever you can. What I do with my keys, I walk with them, my keys in between my fingers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just, you just never know. Yeah, you seriously. never know. Seriously, but of course, if you have a friend, don't let your friend go off. Yeah. On their own, even like with a couple, like boyfriends, don't allow. Like meet your girlfriends. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. something as simple as that. Can, exactly. Can help save their lives. Exactly. You know? So. Woo. Yeah. And even if you see a woman, like, walking down the street by herself. Yeah. Like, and if you see, especially if she's not aware, if she's, like, in her phone. Yeah. Have her back. Exactly. You know? You don't have to know anyone either to have mm-hmm. their back. That's Just very true. Make sure if, she, if she's walking toward her car... Make sure she gets in that car, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, those are just things that we have to do. Mm-hmm. We have to be prepared yeah. for ourselves and for other people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, well, well. Two crazy freaking stories. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be aware. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you guys for yeah. tuning in. <laughs> We're all sad. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. yeah. You guys are great. Thank you for listening. And, yeah. I have to and... like walk out to my car. I know. Like... I want to walk out with you. And then it's like, so who's going to walk me back? Yeah, you have to walk back. <laughs> I'll just like FaceTime you. Perfect. Even better. Even better. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. I'm down with that. Well, Thank you guys for tuning in on yet another episode of Cocktail Murder. Yes. Um, we couldn't be here or do this without you. Yeah. So um, thank you again yeah. for being so faithful. And any newcomers, thank you as yeah. well. You know? Yeah, I don't think we mentioned it in the beginning, but yeah. we're Cocktail Murder. Uh, yeah, and yeah. we cover um, true crime. Yes. But it is black and people of color. Yes. Victims. Yeah. In particular. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because our stories are often buried mm-hmm. and untold. Yeah. So. Yep. We want to make sure we get those names out there. Exactly. And just, um, you know, just let, just make other communities aware of yeah. what could happen to us, um, in such a tragic way yep. as well. It's not just boiled down to, the white community. Right, exactly. You know? exactly. So, um, 
So, yeah, again, you guys, thank you so much. I hope you guys were yeah. drinking with us and enjoyed. Um, our episodes drop every Wednesday. And we also do an Instagram Live with different stories um, at 7 p.m. PST yes. um, on Wednesdays as well. So yeah. Make sure you tune in because yeah. those are fun. Those are fun. You get to talk shit with us. You yeah. get to comment. Um, you know, it's, you know, you have other, we have our other investigators that, you yes. know, that comment and, and let us know what their thoughts are yeah. as well. And again, these stories are different. What we do on the podcast are different than the stories on the Instagram mm-hmm. live. Yep. So, um, they're all new stories and yeah. with a lot of research, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we manage it. So definitely tune in. Yeah. Well, that's it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Good night and good morning. (laughs)